Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones. I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints get a much-needed victory over the Las Vegas Raiders by a score of 24 to nothing. The Saints uh, shut out the Raiders. It was the first time the Saints have uh, shut a team out in quite some time. I think the last time uh, they shut out the then uh st louis rams um at home but the new orleans saints looked really good today they looked inspired uh they were playing with their hair on fire and i mean it, it was a really good game to watch uh, speaking of good game where well i was so late <laughs> was uh, i was trying to catch out catch a little bit of the falcons versus carolina panthers game because you know uh that may that game means a lot to the saints and you know positioning and stuff like that but <laughs> I tell you what, boy, um, if the Atlanta Falcons lose this football game, if the Atlanta Falcons lose this football game, I am going to go ballistic. I'm just going to be honest with you. They they shouldn't even be in this position. They shouldn't even be in this position right now to go to overtime. The only reason why they're in overtime is because DJ Moore removed his helmet. But, boy, a Falcon fan, man, my goodness, man. Like, I almost feel sorry for him now. Like, it, this is like, I almost feel sorry for Falcon fans. Like, you have to have a good heart and you have to take a physical at least twice a year to be a Falcon fan because there's no way in the world I want to subject myself to this nonsensical stuff. It, it, you cannot make this stuff up, bro. But anyway, let's get back to a team that. Um, actually showed up today the New Orleans Saints and uh let, let's let's go ahead and talk about it man I like the way that the Saints ran the football I like the way that you know they played defense uh the young guys stepped up you know Paulson Adebo stepped up big in the second half and so did Elante Taylor who stepped up throughout the entire game so watching the game right now in overtime tied at 34 uh first and 10 
they hand the ball off to Jerry. Well, number 42, uh, he gets about a half a yard there. So they're going to try to run the ball. The only thing that Carolina, just, just don't get them in the end zone. Y'all be straight. But anyway, let me go ahead and uh, read some of these comments. We'll go ahead and get started from there. Davenport and Turner must watch SOTS and read the comments. Well, I hope they, you know, if anything to motivate them, I'm all for it. Defense got that swagger bag. Yeah, they look like a completely different defense out there. They were flying around the field. You ain't really see too many missed tackles. It was a lot of gang tackling going on. You know, um, it, it was pretty good, man. It was pretty good. But I tell you what, man, uh, this has been a great week for me. <laughs> My Jackson State Tigers blow out the uh, Southern Jaguars 35 to nothing. Then the New Orleans Saints goose egg them boys. So, <laughs> boy, this, it was a good week for me. But uh, seriously, man, this, this has been fun. And Jared just said, TJ, how about them JSU Tigers? Exactly, man. We got goose egg is third down and five. 917 left. Marcus Mariota in a shotgun. And uh, let's see what's going to happen here. All right, we got. Okay, what we got? What we got? Look like. Look like a flag, so it looked like it's gonna go against the Atlanta Falcons. Go figure. Uh, it said, "Hey TJ, uh, I said I was a great coach." Um, <laughs> it's gonna take more than this game for me to admit that. But hey, good good win. You know, it's the his side of the ball. They really stepped up, and that's what we expect. And you know, they didn't shoot themselves in the foot. They played very disciplined. I mean, this was the best game the New Orleans Saints played all season. Okay, I mean, so it's good to see it. Hopefully it ends in a tie. <laughs> um, yeah, if it ends in a tie, then where we go from there? <laughs> I think that means that what, Tampa would be leading the division. And, uh, yeah, there's still Tampa would lead the division. I want to say Carolina would be second, and the Saints would be third, and Atlanta would be last if, if it ended in a tie, if I'm not mistaken. Holding each other accountable is what happened. This team is better than what they have been showcasing. Watch uh, the next game also. Who that? Well, I'll tell you what. If this defense played like they played today, Saints ain't going to lose no, too many more games. You know, like if they play like this, if this defense makes tackles, if they communicate and they play the way that they did today, I, I can't see them losing too many games, especially since they've been running the ball and playing really good defense. All right, so we got first and 10. Here's a handoff to Algeri. Good cutback. He gets uh, tackled, gang tackled there. So we're going to second down. So, I mean, this game really means a lot, you know, for the Saints. And to be honest with you, if I was to have a team win or lose, I would rather, I would rather, honestly, I would rather the Falcons actually win this game because <laughs> – I feel like the Saints match up better than than they do uh, with the Falcons versus the Carolina Panthers. For some apparent reason, the Carolina Panthers, it, it just seemed like they just always defensively, they always kind of like discombobulate the Saints. Uh, yes, bro, this is crazy because we shouldn't even be in this position. I agree. Uh, we shouldn't be in this position, but here we are. Okay, Mariota going deep here, wide open, and it's intercepted. Carolina coming back with the ball. Okay, he got runners in front. Oh, and he gets down to the 20 freaking yard line. Carolina. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness, boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Boy, 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 how, 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 how in the world are we in this position? How we, how do we get in this position? (laughs) Oh my God. Oh man. Oh, Atlanta, boy, I I don't know how y'all do it. I don't. I do not understand or know how y'all subject yourself to this. Like, y'all had like 30 seconds left in the game. All y'all had to do was play prevent, play the sidelines. Falcons gone Falcon. You know, ain't lying. My goodness. All they doing is running the time now. I mean, look, get it through the perfect shot at the end zone. Atlanta, boy, 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 boy. The epitome of choke. The epitome of choke. My goodness. Our team has uh, turned a thing around from second straight losing streak. Uh, let's see. And they've been got them uh, power juice back uh, on this point. Straight up. I ain't lying. I don't know exactly who we talking about. Y'all know we talking about the Saints or somebody else. But okay, so. It's third and four. They stopped them. I'm pretty sure the field goal unit about to come out. I mean, Pinheiro, he's definitely everything but automatic. Uh, he missed that field goal, but bro, if you miss this, man, look, they that, that's about a that's about a five and a half, six hour uh uh ride, you know what I'm saying, from Atlanta to Charlotte. If he missed this field goal, he gonna have to <laughs> he he gonna have to take the call, man. He's gonna have to rent a car from the airport. 33 yards right here 33 yards here we go folks i'm pretty sure they're gonna call a timeout yeah try to ice them you know i mean typical stuff <laughs> it's new orleans saints t oh, okay hey somebody say he missed again oh my goodness well look like he gonna have to rent a car look like he gonna have to rent the car wow wow no nobody won't win don't nobody want to win. Oh, my freaking goodness. That's hilarious. How in... Mm, 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 mm. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, glad we had a good win today. But like AK said, it's one thing to do it once. Uh, but don't mean ish if we ain't consistent. Still a nice win. Yeah, it's still a nice win. I'm looking at this dude actually missed his field goal. So they ice you and you shank it. You shank the field goal. And, 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 and I want y'all to pay attention. If you notice that field goal, if you noticed it, notice all those empty seats out there. So a bunch of grandstanding fans right there. They they left. Y'all ain't see none of them fans. You ain't see none of them fans in the stands. All of them left because they thought it was pretty much over. So let's see. Atlanta going to win. Yeah, they, gonna, they sure win now. How in the world you missed that field goal, bro? I hope it's a draw. This is a crazy day in football. Well, fingers crossed for the tie now. Uh, now you see why the Saints had troubles with kickers a year ago. How do you miss that, bro? They suck anyway, TJ. 
Yeah, I'm, man, I'm like, come on, bro. But I'll tell you what, if they get that ball back again, they, uh, they might go for it on fourth down. Uh, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> I'll take the draw. Wild leader kicking Atlanta. Yeah, he, he ain't coming back. Now all they got to do now, they're going to win. Because all they do got to do now is just play for a field goal. And Young Way Cool, I mean, he he pretty much automatic. He, he up there with, I won't say he up there with Justin Tucker, but, I mean, he out in the hallway because Justin Tucker on another level. Who that TJ good win, but would feel better if we were above 500? Well, you can't be above 500 until you actually start winning some games. So this is a start, all right? So they three and three and five right now. They got to win some games. And like I said, this, this game right here, I mean, this is unbelievable stuff right here. This is unbelievable. Like, how in the world did this dude miss this field goal? A, uh, all Jameis Winston had to do was pull the ball in our playmaker's hands, and he still have a job. Well, we're here right now. So, I mean, as long as they continue to play offensively like this, I don't see Jameis Winston getting, no, getting the job back. Uh, I don't care who win. We just need to take care of business, and that's that. Please, God, let the game be a draw. My weekend will be completed. They got like four minutes left. They they playing for the field goal. Let's see, Alante uh, Gator-Taylor, uh, he ate today. Yeah, I, I was extremely impressed with Alante Taylor. P. Warner is straight on fire this season. Yeah, he, he played a really good game. He played a really good game today. And, you know, he, he was responsible for that turnover. He was the one that flicked it up in the air. You know, he had a good tackle for loss. Um. Also, Peyton Turner. Peyton Turner had his best game as a pro, so it was good that he stepped up. He he put one swim move on one of them offensive linemen. I'm like, man, I'm like, my goodness, like they they was eating the date. Uh, Davenport should have had a sack, but of course it was called back because of a holding penalty. I mean, the whole the whole line came out there and played today. So very very impressed. No turnovers, good tackling, and no big plays given away is always a good recipe to win. Yeah, I mean, look. The the Raiders didn't cross the fifty yard line until like two minutes in, until the, towards the end of the game, and they get to midfield. What about three minutes left? So that pretty much that game that game pretty much over there. They get they get that ball anywhere close past you know a little bit past the fifty, and and they get in a little bit more in Carolina territory. That's a wrap. I hope so, TJ. Atlanta gonna win on the field. <laughs> or not let's see who that tj let's go good win come on tj let's talk about this win hey i mean we got time to talk about this win but at the same time like i said at the end of the day this game means a lot it's the south <clears throat> i'm not you know how much more you know we gonna talk about it was a, it was a good win you know we we did some good things you know <laughs> like we gonna talk about it uh who that all uh salute that not many yellow flags thrown today either. Yeah, it was a pretty clean game, you know. I couldn't believe a stat that I heard. They said that the Las Vegas Raiders didn't have a pass interference call until this game today. They went eight weeks. That got to be some type of record. I ain't never heard nothing like that. Ryan Ramchek on Max, man. Max Crosby didn't do nothing at all. Thank you very much for the uh, 499. Said, Are you concerned about Gilligan's performance this season? He seems to be off. Mm, not really. I mean, I think he was. I didn't think he was that bad. I think he was okay. I mean, he had that one shank in that game versus Cincinnati, but for the most part, I think he been okay. 
uh, give uh, Elante Taylor a game ball for shutting down Adams. Yeah, I mean, he, he made some really good plays, man. And his positioning, like his ability to like have the, the wide receivers kind of play the sidelines, but it's hard and difficult for them to be able to put uh, two feet in bounds. Uh, you you got to be impressed by that. Um, let's see. J-Bull, okay. Let's see. Can we uh, uh, both the Panthers and Falcons, they lost. They don't deserve a W. Well, I'm pretty – look, if they go out there and they, they try it out, Yanwei, cool, that game over. Uh, let's go Pelicans. Oh, and Turner showed up today. Yeah, he had two sacks in the game, and he had a tackle for loss. Davenport and Turner was reading the comments this week. <laughs> uh, no Mike T13, no Marshawn Lattimore, no Jarvis, and no problem. Yeah, look, the Saints ran the football effectively, and they, they did what needed to be done. They ran the football effectively. They set up really good third down plays. And yeah, in a second. Okay, buddy. I'll be there in a second. All right. All right. But yeah, you had you had really, you know, good field position throughout. And you had, you had manageable third down. So they were able to convert. And, you know, it, it, it played dividends today. It played dividends. So, but let me go ahead. I'm gonna uh go ahead and open up the phone lines and See what you all have to say about the game. Run the yeah, run the football. <laughs> all right, but <laughs> yeah, if he knows one thing, he knows that the team needs to run the football. I guess he heard me say that a lot. <laughs> Let's see. KT says TJ neglecting his family like time. Man, you out your freaking mind. <laughs> Watch your hand, watch your hand, watch your hand, watch your hand. Hold on one second. All right. <laughs> you know how like kids, they have their hand in the crack of the door, they be trying to close it. And it looked like he was about to crush his hand in there. Yeah, but if you, anybody... It, I, I take this i take offense to this boy i shut this show down you, you'll never hear from me again before i do something like that <laughs> wouldn't be no more state of saints podcast before that happened all right but let's go to uh jerry jerry how you doing man man what's going on tj jones the host of the state of the saints podcast how you doing homie man i'm doing fine man glad to get this win um, Me too. Well, it, actually, it, it you got needed. two wins. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> who is swag? <laughs> yeah, man. Look, they 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 definitely uh they definitely handled their business on yesterday, man. I'm proud of Jackson State. Yep. I mean, they got the shutout yesterday. The same got the shutout today. I mean, and boy, I mean, what do you two think about the game? In one in two days, bro. Hmm. Who would have thought about that, man? Hmm. But, yeah. But I like, but TJ, I like what I saw, bruh. I mean, I mean, you didn't hear a whole lot of ranting, a lot of riffraff from me because I'm just, I just sat back and just watched the Saints do their thing, and I loved it. Hmm. I loved it. You, like you say, it was pretty much a, almost a clean game, almost. Hmm. Right. So hey, I, hey, I'll take it. Yeah, one too many, one too many flags uh, thrown in the game. Wasn't too many uh, flags. I mean, they played some really disciplined football. So yes, they did. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and and they ran the football like they always should. 
The defense came out there and balled out and sacked Carr many times. Even got a couple of turnovers and not won by Tyran Matthew because I was listening to it when uh, I was listening to the game on the radio on my way home from church. Mm -hmm. And I just got to do a church service and then I got in the car and I listened to it and I uh, heard that Kamara scored on his uh, his first touch, uh, touchdown. And when I got home, I heard I heard them saying that Tyran Matthew caught an interception. So, hey, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, I was – look, I, I like the way that they played today. Like I said, it wasn't too many mistakes. I mean, they played some very sound defense. I mean, tackling was good. Like, the secondary played really good. The communication was well. The offensive line, like, they played outstanding, man. It was like the Raiders could not, like, sniff Andy Dalton today. That that offensive line was incredible. Yes, they were. And uh and uh and uh, I guess y'all I guess y'all saw. Yeah, we know I know the Falcons won. I I, I just I just saw it. But man. it don't make no difference. We won our game 24 right. to nothing. That's man. all that matters. Oh all, all I all I know is this like both <laughs> both of those teams, both of those teams aren't very good. Like seriously, oh, no. both both of those teams aren't very good. And I guess that was one of the cases where somebody had to win. Because apparently, like, I don't know, Carolina, they they pretty much just gave him the game. They took, you know, the helmet yeah, getting taken off by, C, by Moore. And then yeah. Pena missing if, two If Moore goals. didn't rip his helmet off, I mean, that would have been like 35 to 34 in regulation. Mm, yeah. But he just did something. But after that touchdown, he just did an unsportsmanlike conduct. And that's what that's why they missed the field goal. And that's why we got the final score, as you saw. Yeah. But all in all, like I said, man, look, none of those teams at the end of the day scare me as, as a Saints fan. I think the nah. Saints are capable of beating both of these teams. And if the defense continues to play like they played today, like I said, I mean, it, it, it's pretty much, you know, there for them for the taking. You know, I, I mean, I'm look, I don't know if they're going to be able to replicate this. I mean, you're not going to goose egg teams every week. But if you nah. can replicate some of the things that you did well in this game, Mm-hmm. And you get some guys back that can be able to contribute in a major way. Um, I think that you should be fine. I think you should be fine going going forward, man. Uh, you got anything else, Jerry? Uh, no, man. I'm just uh, just happy the Saints got the win. All, all the talk, all the, this past week, uh, to tell them what what they needed to do, and they went out there. And, I mean, ain't a whole lot more to say. Uh, TJ is just I just got a big smile on my face. We're three mm-hmm. and five right now. Right. That's a. If they hope they and I hope they play the same way they played over the Raiders, the same way on next Monday night when Baltimore come in town. That's right. the only thing I got, bro. Yeah, yeah, and man. Shout out and shouts out to everybody in the chat. Who that to y'all? I love y'all. Let's keep this thing going. Much love to y'all. Ain't nothing y'all can do about it. Let's go. Who that? Yeah, man. Shouts out to you, Jerry. Thank you, man. You're welcome, TJ. Y'all be blessed, man. Nah, right, you too. All right. Yeah, look, I'm I'm excited about this win. I just want I just wanted to keep going, you know. Going out there, playing the way that you're doing right now means absolutely nothing if you can't continue the string of success that you had. And this is the team that we we want them to look like, you know, a team that's efficient offensively, making the plays defensively, getting to the quarterback. Like this is the type of game that you want to see from the New Orleans Saints. Now, next week is going to be a little bit different because of the, you know, Lamar Jackson coming into town, his ability 
uh, to be able to scramble as well as make plays. So they're going to have to really bring forth their best effort. But this week is a, is a good start. It's a good start to, you know, something that can possibly, you know, be replicated. But, you know, I'm taking it one game at a time, man. I'm taking one game at a time. I like what I saw. Wasn't too much to, like, really complain about. You know, wasn't too much I can really just say that it was just bad um, on today. I think that they ran the ball very effectively. Uh, Andy Dalton made really good decisions. I know some people question, you know, on fourth and four, like when he rolled out to the left and he had Juwan Johnson open, but he didn't try to fit the ball in there. He just tried to throw it away. So I'm not mad at him on that. But, um, yeah, I'm excited about what this team can be. Um, that Let's take this energy and this aggression to uh, this game on that's coming up on uh, next Monday and try to see if you can get that victory again because you're going to need it because all these teams right now are really fighting really hard and they're fighting for their playoff lives right now. So. Let's just continue. All right, we're going to go to uh, Josh. Josh, how you doing, man? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for those of you who don't know, my name is Josh, and I am the fan of the State of the Saints podcast. How you doing, TJ? All right. Hey, I'm going to help you out a little bit because I, I, I think you need a better introduction than that. So I'm going to go like this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the State of the Saints podcast probably brings to you one of the best podcasts of the world. He is the fan of the State of the Saints podcast. Josh. Okay, I got you. <laughs> man, I thought that was the road dog himself for a minute, man. You, you, you did that really well, bro. <laughs> well, we try to do we try to do what we can, man. But Josh, thank you so much for being here, man. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem, man. Hey, listen, guys. This game is why you don't judge a coach's qualifications on a six-game re- resume. This game was Dennis Allen, okay? You want to know what happened? Let me tell you what happened. Today's defense is Dennis Allen, okay? This is all Dennis Allen. It's like I said, the reason Dennis Allen has been coaching so poorly for the first, you know, five or six games or whatever it is, is because he's been trying to take too much, take on too much. He's been trying to oversee the offense as much as he used to oversee the defense. This week, he focused on his strengths, which is the defense, and let Pete Carmichael, for the most part, have control over the offense and let him call his own plays. That's what happened. That's the difference. Um, we forget that Dennis is a defensive coach and he's one of the best defensive coaches in the league has been for six or seven years. And today he was allowed to focus on defense and we got what we got. So this game right here to me shows more of Dennis Allen's potential as a coach than these past ones. Um, you know, I said it when I made my own video, I think he was trying to take on too much and TJ, you alluded to that too. In this game, I think this week he focused on his strengths, which is defense, and let P. Carmichael have the offense. I know I said that already, but I just want to drive that point home. And as long as he continues to do that, we will be okay under Dennis Allen. So um, I, I don't see how anybody could argue against what I just said because, I mean, we've he, he, you can't deny he's a great defensive coach. He's proven that over the last seven, six or seven years. Mm. So explain today as opposed to the last few days. What other um, reason would there be besides the one I just gave? Well, I mean, look, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to debate you on that based on like 
I mean, I can I can say some things, but I don't want to sound like I'm hate, hating on uh, Dennis Allen. Look, I still don't feel, as of today, I still don't feel like he the answer to what the Saints need. But, this, you know, I, what can you say after, you know, say after a shutout? Like, what can you say after a shutout? This was the best performance that they had uh, all season long. Um, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm still skeptical. It's going, it takes more than one game to absorb this and what we actually right. see. But it's a start. Like I said, it, it's a start. Like it could, like this could be the start of something that that we all hope is, is you know, something positive, or it can just be the fact that you got two guys like who have the same similar background like josh mcdaniel is a guy who coached failed went back to where he belonged and then got another coaching job i mean but as for i I think it had a lot to do with the defense the 10 days off a lot of guys you know i think it's a combination of things you know whatever whatever it is like whatever it is whatever decision dennis allen made rather it was him putting emphasis on the defense i don't know did somebody see like normally he has like a play sheet in his hand. Am I not mistaken? I didn't see the play. Did he have a play sheet in his hand? Well, see, and that's what I'm saying. He let Pete, Mar- Pete Carmichael run the offense, and he focused on the defense. No, but I'm saying like defensively. Like normally, he call he's calling the plays on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm oh. just wondering. I'm wondering like, was he the one? Like, did he like kind of facilitate this game and allow Nielsen or, or Richard to you know coach the defense? And he's kind of just focused on, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Like, does anybody, like, remember? But I, I kind of vaguely remember, like, Dennis Allen, like, kind of holding, a, a like, a defensive play sheet, you know? Okay, somebody say, yes, he had the card in his hand. Okay, so, yeah, I guess it was his performance. But it was, like, a few times where they panned there, and I, like, I don't see, I, I don't know if he called and played. But if if he did, then that was, that was very impressive. So, but yeah. You know what you just said, like if he's if he's focusing on the defense and letting P. Carmichael focus on the offense and then, you know, he's kind of going over the overall operations. Yes, this thing could work out. But whatever they decided to do, maybe they need to practice this going forward. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, no, I just got to say that um, uh, I, uh, I can I make a quick announcement here mm-hmm. on my channel? I'm going to be doing a little something this week called Saints Pickup Lines. Mm-hmm. You like a girl, but she's a Saints fan. How do you talk to her? I'm going to be putting out a little few pickup lines out there for you guys to see over on my channel. So I think you guys will get a good kick out of that if you go over to my channel. So that's all I got to say about that. Okay. Uh, Sound, sounds good, man. All right. Looking, for, looking forward to that. And uh, thank you so much, man, for your time. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All right. All right. Uh, but, yeah. Look, I don't know what they did this week that was different from the other weeks, but, you know, I mean, whatever they got going, I, I don't care what it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if somebody, like, you know, came up in a, you know, came in there. You know, we heard about Alvin Kamara. We heard about Sean Payton. Look, I don't know what it is. I remember back in the day when they lost their mojo, Robert Meacham was talking about Popeye chicken. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you had a two-piece, a three-piece. I don't care what it was. Sean Payton showing up. I, I, look, whatever it takes in order for you to replicate what you actually have have done in this game going forward. I think we I think we all uh, would like this. Don't like the only thing I would say uh, before we get to Aaron. 
I just, man, I'm just not a fan of that conservative play calling, man. I just think that you it's going to come a time you're going to have to be aggressive, man. And I just feel like the Saints, you don't really start to see their aggression until, like, they're, like, until they're, like, beating, beating a you know, like, they losing a game in the fourth quarter. Then all of a sudden it just turns into, like, desperation. You know, like, I, I would just like to see a little bit more aggression. You know, that, that's all I would like. You know, like some of the plays, going for it on fourth and one, you know, Taysom Hill, high percentage, you know, that you're going to get that first down. Even if they didn't, once again, I wouldn't even got mad. I just want to see a little bit more aggression and, and just kind of just being as conservative. It worked today, but I'm just wondering, like, when a game is, like, really on the line, like, how would that affect, like, some of your decision-making going forward? But we're going to go ahead and go to Aaron. Aaron. How you doing, man? Yo, TJ, what it do, bro? Hey, how you doing, man? I feel better than I have been all freaking week. Yeah, I feel you, man. It, it feels good to get a win. Been been a while since I <laughs> feel like we had one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm. Shout out to everybody down there in the chat, man. Keep, keep continuing to support my boy TJ here. One of the best, if not the very best, things podcast here on this YouTube platform, bar none. I appreciate that, man. Thank you, man. You you have a you have a really good uh podcast as well, man. And also, man, just all the work that you do on the side, man. Very knowledgeable of the team, and we appreciate it, man. We appreciate that. So we already know the Saints' offense hasn't been an issue for the last four, four, three, four games. The Saints have averaged over twenty five points a game over the last four weeks. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about the defense. The defense is what gives is what I want to give my flowers to. Because there were three players on that side of the ball who really impacted this game and took over and said, okay, enough's enough. I need to put my stamp on this game and make sure that we put up to our standards. Three people. One, start from the defensive line, Marcus Davenport. Marcus Davenport will not show up much on the stat sheet, but, man, did he impact that game. He has – but one play that stood out to me was the jet sweep. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Marcus Davenport fires off his block and pancakes Devontae Adams, I think, two yards. That's There are just some plays where he just – he forces you to take notice of him. The David mm-hmm. Onyemata sack, it was mainly done by Marcus Davenport clearing out David Onyemata's uh, blocker when they did the – when they did their usual swim over, their mm-hmm. usual swim over technique in the interior. So yeah. – Pete Warner is the second one. You know I've been on this Pete Warner train since he was drafted out of Ohio State. Right. And now everybody is seeing that he is that guy. I really wanted him to have the interception. TJ, I was foaming at the mouth when that ball hit Pete Warner's hand. I wanted him to have it so bad because he deserved mm-hmm. it. Right. But instead of getting that, he made sure that the, that the score remained a shutout. I think he was the I think he was a leading linebacker today in terms mm-hmm. of in terms of tackles. Right. I think he's one of the top tackles in the league overall. Mm. Pete Warner is everywhere. He's everywhere you want him to be, where the football is. Yeah. The third player is rookie on Monte Taylor. Did you guys fun fact for TJ, everybody else in the chat who may not know this, when lined up against Devontae Adams today, he was targeted four times and gave up nothing. Four targets, zero catches, zero yards. The mm. most Devontae Adams got today was one catch for three. 
And that was against Chris Harris, I believe it was. I don't know, Debo Harris. Alante Taylor is a guy who's proven me wrong, TJ. Like, mm. I was skeptical about the draft pick, but he made me eat crow, at least for this week. And he's been putting together a, a, a pretty a pretty notable uh, couple of games. Even though the Saints lost against the, uh, the Cardinals last week, it really wasn't on Alante Taylor's foul play. He yeah. played really well in that game. Yeah, going up, against, going up against one of the best in Dalton Hopkins, he didn't give over. He, he didn't give up over 100 yards. I think he barely gave up over 50 against Hopkins in his return. I'm it's, very, I'm, I'm happy for Alante Turner. I'm happy for Peyton Turner. He came away with two sacks. Mm-hmm. I, I'm happy for the dude. The defensive line really stepped up. It's one of those games where I can say, okay, it doesn't. It, usually, I go in the games like. It doesn't matter if they have backups or backups to backups playing for the opposing team. The Saints defensive line just can't take advantage of it and get home. They mm-hmm. shut me up this week. Right. I'm so happy about that, man. Like, this is the potential that you, me, and everybody else have been wanting to see because we know that it's there. And Dennis Allen called a heck of a defensive game plan. A heck of a defensive game plan. I give my hat off to him. I was so pissed off at this man coming into this game. But I think we all me, were. Like, he <laughs> Was simple. If the Raiders are going to beat you, they you don't want their best player on the field to beat you on the ground. That was Josh Jacobs. I saw much better tackling from the secondary to the, to the D line. Everybody was game tackling Josh Jacobs to make sure he didn't. What? What, what did he come away with? Less than forty yards. Yeah, yeah. They they were That's inspired. Cool. They they were inspired to neutralize him. Like I was. It, it was like man. I don't care what y'all do today. This dude ain't gonna have nothing to do with it. And that that was probably the most impressive thing to me. And like you said with Alante Taylor, I'll go deeper. When Marshawn Lattimore gets back, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, he probably gonna end up being on the opposite side. Between Dennis Allen's, Dennis Allen don't really talk that much about individuals, like even if like the media brings them up he kind of like is very, very careful with like some of his, his, you know, the verbiage that he uses, but you can tell like he really likes Alante Taylor. And I see why that dude got some dog in him, man. You, you see dude, like, the was crazy. he's, he's willing to, he's willing to get, stick his head in there and make a tackle. He's not afraid to go out there to try to jump in front of a ball. Like he's a guy that is not afraid to go out there and make a risk. And he, he plays with a level of confidence. Like, man, you, you, you hold, you know, you hold Devontae Adams on the side, you know, he misses a catch and then you look down at him. Like this dude is, this ain't like chopped liver or something like that. This dude is arguably the best wide receiver in football. And you looking down at him like, like he just yes. some scrub off the street. Even, even he got up and looked like, man, who is this dude right here? But hey, he found out who he was then. I mean, what, one catch, three yards? I mean, so he really handled his business, man. But you got anything else uh, before I let you go? Uh, Look, Cesar Ruiz. Cesar Ruiz has become the best player on the offensive line as a whole. I love what Cesar Ruiz has put out on the field. Mm-hmm. I, I, every drive, I watch him just move bodies, nice. push guys, defensive linemen, linebackers, four, five, sometimes six yards up the field to mm-hmm. open up running lanes for Kamara, Ingram, sometimes the way Washington, he got a couple of nice plays. The one play that stood out to me, that opened up a good run down the left sideline was because Cecil Ruiz 
sealing the edge when he was when he, when he was the pulling right guard. Mm-hmm. I love that from Caesar. I love how he's just so confident in his play. He's 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 a different guy from a physical and mental standpoint, and you can and it, it's translated. Yep. Like we all we all dogged him. Like I dogged him. This guy deserves this guy deserves his flowers this year. He deserves his flowers this year, and I'm happy for him. I'm happy he's making me eat crow TJ. Yeah. Everybody. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm excited and I'm happy for him too, man. Uh, this overall this this overall performance is something that we've been looking for all season. And like I said, I hope they, they can replicate it. But uh Aaron, man, thank you so much. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Always, CJ. I'll be back next time. Yeah, hey, make before you go, man, make sure you plug your your you know your your YouTube channel, uh your Twitter page so people know where they can find you. Hey, check it out, guys. Content is going to be firing back up pretty soon. I got some good news from a grandmama priest uh, coming up. Look, TJ, we might have found a way. Well, she's might she might be going into chemotherapy soon. No. So with her getting healthy, that means everything is going to be freedom for me to make content, guys. If you guys want to support my channel, go to BNG Breakdown Podcast. Hit that in your search bar, YouTube.com slash BNG Breakdown Podcast. That's your Hudak Davis. My slogan is, if you don't know, you will know over here. We bleed black and gold until we are dead and cold. If you guys want to check me out on Twitter, I'm very active on the Twitter side. My Twitter handle is Dats Davis. I'll hit that down in the comment section in the, in the, in the live chat so you guys can go follow me if you guys want to continue talking shop. You guys want to come on the show? All you got to do is just ask. I'd love to bring more people on. TJ, I'm going to have to bring you on soon, man. I haven't had you on there in a while. Yeah, man. I'm I'm I looking gotta forward get, to I it. Gotta get you over there. I'm looking forward to it, man. But then I'm also looking forward uh to the healing power of God uh when it comes to your grandmother, man. We look, yeah. we all rallying uh with you. We know that God is in control, man, and everything is gonna work out. You know, that's that's great news to hear. And we're looking forward to uh seeing the content and also uh, you know, getting hearing the good news in the future, man. My prayers to you and your family and keep on doing what you're doing. Appreciate it. Hey, she rung the bell so she was so happy to ring that bell yes. today. <laughs> she was yes, so sir. happy to ring that bell. Yes, sir. It's That's what it's all about. Yes, Lord. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. All right, TJ. I'm out. I'll be in the comment section. Everybody in the chat, stay blessed. Love you. If you haven't said I love you to your family members, say it today. Please say, do. It, say it tomorrow. Because you never know. Because you never know when God might call him home, man. Yeah. You never know when God might call him home. Yeah. So that being said, I'm out. So you bring the next guy up. Right. My blessings to the next one that comes up here and uh, gets his voice. All He's right, doing man. a great job, TJ. Keep it, keep it up, man. All right, will, man. Aaron, uh, thank you so much, man. Yeah, I mean, look, shouts out to Aaron. I mean, we all know, and if you don't know, God is a healer. Um, he's a merciful God, and um, if if you call on him, he will answer. Now, I don't know if some of y'all believe that, but I do. All right, so. Uh, before we before we get chosen, I know we got that victory today, but um, I I just feel like it's appropriate, man. You know, a couple of days ago, <laughs> we made a joint about uh, he coach Dennis Allen. Now it's not really appropriate for today, but I think it's a banger. Let's go ahead and hit it one more time. Let me tell you a story about a coach with an 8 and 28 record. He had an opportunity 
to change the way the NFL world will look at him forever. I need everybody to get up. Y'all already know the words. Y'all know what to do. Y'all know what to do. And be on TV. Let me hear you. Let's go. What you talking about? Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen. What are you talking about, baby? I don't care what you did to the Raiders. Just be because of my team. Yes, sir. <laughs> we about to go to Chosen, <laughs> a.k.a. Black Dennis Allen. <laughs> How you doing, man? Uh, first of all, I want to um, start off with the opening statement. How you doing, TJ? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Uh, coach, uh, good victory today. 24 yeah. to nothing. Uh, pitched the shutout first time, I want to say, for since like 26, 2015, 2016 against the Rams. Uh, what are your overall impressions of the team and what you've seen today? Well, uh, yeah, man. I, uh, um, first off, I'll talk, uh, heads off to those guys over there. Uh, Josh McDaniels, he's doing a, a very good job uh, with that team. Uh, those guys are going to keep fighting. They're going to fight to the very end. Um, yeah, man, uh, we preached emphasis today all through the week. Um, we knew what kind of um, what kind of smash-mouth defense uh, these guys can play. You know, we, we went after the quarterback. That's been emphasis all week. And we knew we had things to clean up and uh, clean up, clean up, clean up, and clean up, and clean up, and clean up, and more cleaning up, and just just clean up some more. And, you know, what, well, TJ, I don't think I emphasize enough cleaning up. And we just clean up and clean up and, you know. Um, uh, clean up, clean up, everybody, everywhere. Clean up, clean up, everybody, yeah, man, uh, um, um, that, that's pretty much been the focal point. Um, you know, got after the quarterback. Uh, uh, we have some, we have some guys, you know, out, and we have these young guys stepping up, and and they they clean up as well. Actually, some of the young guys clean up better than some of the veterans, you know. So you gotta like that, TJ. You can never have enough cleaning up. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, Fabuloso, Clorox. I mean, Lysol. I mean, we're all trying to clean up. Uh, some of us are trying to clean up our homes. Uh, you're actually trying to clean up the team, and uh, you really did a good job today defensively. Them boys were hunting, you know, dog was hunting out there. Offensively, Andy Dalton was out there, you know, he he made some plays, and uh, Alvin Kamara uh, came back to being who the Alvin Kamara we all knew. Uh, what was the emphasis that you put on trying to get AK the ball, and why is it that it took so long for this to happen? Well, uh, fortunately, TJ, um, that's that's a pretty good question. I'm going to answer it. Um, the thing is with that man, we knew Alvin. Um, he 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 had to do what I couldn't do last week, and so to get the team rattled, um, he actually said have my job and have my paycheck. I oh, thanks, Alvin. You really saved my saved my uh saved my bacon on that one. Um, yeah. 
But um, I, I think the, the point of the emphasis, TJ, was to get him the ball more because uh, we noticed, you know, statistically, you know, I'm a coach that I always go on stats. So it says statistically, when I look at the stats, it says if I give Kamara the ball uh, more times than none, then mm-hmm. something happens. And once again, man, analytics didn't prove – the analytics proved me right, TJ. Um, I, I gave, got him the ball, and um, I think it took a long because um, – TJ, I'm, I'm a very nice guy, and people really don't I, – I don't really get in guys' faces. So, if they screw up, TJ, I just let them screw up. What's wrong with you? I mean, who am I? Who am I being a volunteer to call a guy out? I give him a, I give him a bottle of Clorox and some fabric. And, you know, I told him, TJ, I told him, clear him clear up. Uh, also, man, um, um, I, I, I give these guys a, a supply, a season supply of mop and blow. Hmm. Uh, um, some spick and span. <laughs> okay, okay. Look, I mean, look, look, Coach. I look. I know it's. I know it's funny today. You know, it's a lot of laughs. You know, a lot of joy going around locker room. You can't really, you can't really, um, you know, hold your composure. But I, I did. I have done my due diligence here, and um, there was a report that came out that said that you were willing to trade Alvin Kamara for. Two bottles of Fabuloso and some Lysol. What are your thoughts on that? The PJ, I want to um, address that. That is that is completely false. I will mm-hmm. not Alvin Kamara. Oh, sorry about that. I'm gonna clean that up. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I did not want to trade Alvin for for that. I actually mm-hmm. trade Alvin for four bottles of uh, Clorox, um, some Lysol pads, and also PJ. I don't know if you heard, but. The new Jet Swifter. They have a new Jet Swifter. I also was gonna throw him. In that. that was you on the front of that. That was you on the front of that. Oh, I, I thought I, I thought I recognized you, Coach. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I recognized it. Look, the the picture did not have the red sharpie behind your ear, so I was like, Nah, it couldn't have been Coach Da. He couldn't have been. Oh, oh, you know what, man? And speaking of the red sharpie, TJ, uh, this is actually this this is actually what I call plays with. You know, anytime you see this, just know it's. It comes with 100% conservativeness and a lack of aggression, TJ. <laughs> I advise everybody to get one of these, TJ, but um, I think I'll take one more because I got a feeling you guys are going to criticize me. Okay, today. yeah, I got to get back to the I got to get back to the pin here. Not only does it come with those things, but I also heard if you actually click the top of it, it actually sprays out something that can protect you from COVID and other. And other type of uh, issues that that could be in the air. Is that true? Well, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see. Uh, today. Um, oh yeah, I feel fine, buddy. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's definitely sounds fine, Coach. Great to get that victory. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you in the future, and uh, looking forward to seeing you all your uh, items on the shelf of our local Dollar General and Family Dollar, sir. Yes, sir. And um, also reminder, guys, even though we're going into fall. It's never too late to do spring cleaning. Who that? All right. Sound good. Who that? Shouts out to Coach DA, man. Always cleaning things up. That's what we need right there, man. We need a coach that's going to clean some things up. He definitely cleaned it up today. Saints look disciplined. They, the defense was playing really well. The offense played really well. But let's go ahead and we got to go to the segment that I like to call Who is Fluting? Now, for those that don't know what Fluting is, uh, of course, uh, growing up as a kid, I used to like Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie used to make those plays, especially late in games, third, fourth quarter, running around the yard like a like a kid playing in a park. And uh, he always made some plays. So, you know, every time somebody make a play or somebody does something good, in the honor of Doug Flutie, we're going to say, who was fluting? 
And who is fluting on today? Look no further than Alante Taylor. Alante Taylor in his second start looked absolutely incredible, man. He was out there, you know, making plays. He was jumping routes. Uh, he almost had an interception. He had a couple tackles in the backfield. And when he was asked to go up against Devontae Adams, he answered the call. So Lante Taylor, to me, was a guy that was definitely fluting. That's some nice floating, boy. Also, we have to acknowledge Pete Warner. Pete Warner, who was flying all over the field as well, a guy that is a sure tackler. He came into the game uh, fifth in the NFL in tackles. He was leading the team. He had 60 uh, tackles on the season before the game uh, even started. But he really stepped up. He, you know, he had the tip pass that ended up being an interception. He had a couple tackles for loss. Uh, he was able to gun down Josh Jacobs uh, and, and catch him with a shoestring tackle. The play probably would have been a real huge gain uh, for Josh Jacobs. But when you look at Pete Warner, uh, he had 11 tackles. Okay, he had seven solo. So definitely, uh, definitely got to say Pete Warner was somebody that was That's some nice floating, boy. Honorable mention for fluting. Honorable mention has to go to Peyton Turner. Peyton Turner is a guy who... We had high expectations for him. We've been asking, where has he been? Uh, and, you know, he, he really stepped up today. He had two sacks. He had a tackle for a loss. And uh, he had one of the best swim moves I've seen from a Saints defender all season long. That includes uh, that includes Cam Jordan. So honorable mention. And also Marcus Davenport. Now, Marcus Davenport, he should have had a sack, but it was called back because of a holding call. But the tackle in the backfield and his ability to be able to hurry uh Derek Carr in this game I have to give him honorable mention as well so those two individuals honorable flute that's some nice floating boy so those are the guys that I feel like uh, that have been fluting and uh had a really good game so what do you guys think what do you think about some guys who who, do you, who would you pick for a guy that was fluting who would you pick on the Simpsons TJ let's see uh Warner being a dog too Taylor was in the folks' uh, uniform blanket. Yeah, he definitely was. Doug Flutie is the reason the 86 Bears didn't repeat. <laughs> hey, but at the same time, Doug Flutie was an exciting football player to watch, especially like, you know, when he was in college at Boston College. And he was a guy, you know, a lot of people didn't expect, you know, to do anything. But I can remember, like, growing up when he was playing for the Buffalo Bills and he was the best player, and instead they tried to go a robo-sack also known as Rob Johnson, uh, you know, but he was a guy that made some plays. Defensive line was fluting along with Kamara. Yeah, I mean, look, I feel like with Kamara, Kamara definitely was fluting, but I think the thing about it is Kamara kind of suffers the, the the Belichick, the, you know, like the Drew Brees, the, you know, like guys like that, right? Guys that always make plays. So it's kind of like, when they do make plays, it's impressive, but you like you expect those things. But you know, when it comes to like, you know, he definitely was fluting the day. Definitely was fluting. But based on like Alante Taylor coming into a game, I mean, come on, man. Think about this. This dude started on last Thursday night against DeAndre Hopkins, who is arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game. Then he has to go up against Devontae Adams the next game, who is arguably the greatest wide receiver in the game right now and he he answered the call on both of those guys so i gotta give him i gotta i, I gotta give him the edge because 
here's the reality. If he didn't play well and Adams was out there eating like, you know, eating constantly, what would we say? What would we, you know, oh, man, he rookie ain't got it. So I'm not going to – I'm going to praise this guy because of the situation because if it was the other way around, everybody would want me to, like, completely criticize this dude for that. So he definitely a top of the board for the fluter. You need to buy your child an Xbox. Uh, my son is three. You want to know what to do with an Xbox. Let's wait for a couple of years <laughs> before we actually do this. Andy, uh, no uh, interceptions with fluting. I mean, Andy did a good job today. Solid, solid performance. He did what the coaches asked him to do. Okay. He didn't win the game, nor did he lose the game for the Saints. And you also have to give credit where it's due. He was able to convert some of those third downs and get the ball in the hands of the best playmaker on the same team, which is Alvin Kamara. Look, this is not a knock. This is not a knock on Andy Dalton at all because I'm happy that he played well today. But what I'm saying is, like, he did what it needed to be done, all right? And as long as he continue to do that, you'll never get no issue from me. I just want the Saints to win. Uh, that Boston College game gave me a crush on Flutie. Uh, good to see Anyamata siding today. Yeah, Anyamata played pretty well, and so did Malcolm Roach. Those guys in the middle, man, they was handling their business. And also, man, look, it's another guy that kind of falls between the cracks. But let's give a credit to Ryan Ramchick. Max Crosby was not a factor at all in his game today, at all. I think he may have made like one play that kind of stood out. But Ryan Ramchick is, you know, neutralized him. And he, he did absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing in his game for the most part. Let's see. Uh, for real, for real, I see what I see uh karma was trying a little bit harder today who that y'all uh let's see ak don't want to be traded that's why he played like a man on fire i think he played like a man on fire carter because they got him the ball and i i really think that the decision i think that the decision to go with andy dalton had a lot to do with that like I, they mentioned that in the game and it's crazy because i was gonna come out and say the same thing i think a lot of the, the decision for Andy Dalton to play had a lot to do with the fact that his ability to get the ball in the hands of Alvin Kamara. We got 329 people watching this right now, man. So I ask that you hit the like button. I ask that you hit the like button. Uh, good win uh, for y'all. There are some silver liners. Alante is a big time. Should he open things up for other receivers because you have to pay attention to him and Taysom. Yeah. And Taysom, you know, he stepped up, made good plays today as well, man. So, it, it took a it, it took a collective effort, but it's crazy because I don't think I gotta I gotta look at the stats here. Um, yeah, I mean I know Traquan was out there. I didn't see him. You know, I think he had like one target. Um, Callaway had one catch for ten yards. I mean, like it was it was guys like Shahid. Like to be honest with you, I'm a, I'm gonna be real. I don't know if they admit this or not, but somebody watching these podcasts, man, because if you think about it, Taysom Hill was all over the game from start to finish. Then you had more Rashid Shaheed sightings. I mean, what he had, three targets? He had three catches, right? So they got him the ball. Then it's like everything that we was asking these boys to do, they did. Do We wanted these boys to get pressure up front with their front four, Right. All of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? They, they, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I ain't trying to give myself credit, but somebody watching these shows. Because if you look at, like, the critiques from 
podcasters and reporters, it's been the same thing. Juvie DiBiase says, TJ, um, I'm actually a little impressed with Paulson Adebo. I feel like he played the ball well in coverage. Look, in the second half, in the second half he did, you know, and also he made some good tackles. But at the same time, there was one, like, I, I look, I hate to be that guy, but there was a pass that was downfield, and I want to say number 84 for the Raiders. He, he got behind him. Derek Carr just kind of overshot the pass. So – that's why I say it. you have to praise guys like Elante Taylor because if something like that would happen, we would probably would have had a completely different opinion of him. We would have had a completely different story to tell. So I guess you have to give him credit with that. But I think that if I want to break this game down, I think that Paulson Adebo played much better in the second half than he played in the first half. But, I mean, he did he did make plays. TJ, ask Pac-Man who he likes better out of uh, Jameis and Andy. Show him a picture of both. Um, <laughs> well, he's not in here right now, but if when he comes back, I'll make sure I ask. Let's see. Just be good to my team. We happy victory Sunday. Yeah, man. Look, I look as much as I like that song, you know what I'm saying? I like the victory even better. Uh, love your show and points of view. Kenneth, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Appreciate that love, man. Thank you for that. Uh Man, we had a we also had a special guest, man. We had a special guest uh with us, gave his prediction about the game. All right. So this is what he this is what uh he said. Now I had to dial up and I had to call long distance to get this individual to come on to give us his prediction. Let's see how it turned out. Hello, Huda Nation. I am the Black Panther. Coming live from Wakanda to tell you. The prediction of the Las Vegas Raiders and New Orleans Saints game today in week eight. TJ has informed me of this football game and the playoff implications it may have. Even though I am not a fan of American football, I spend most of my time trying to make sure that vibranium is not taken from my country by colonizers. I do have enough information to tell you who is going to win this game. The Las Vegas Raiders led by quarterback Derek Carr, completing 63% of his passes. He has four interceptions and nine touchdowns. He has not been steady Eddie. He has been sacked 12 times. Judge Jacobs, who ran crazy last week, seems like he's running for a big contract. He has 633 yards on the season. And now he comes into the Caesar Superdome. And a team who has very little to no defense. They have had the inability to stop the run. The inability to stop the pass. So Josh Jacobs may indeed be licking his chops like a lion in Wakanda. And Devontae Adams. I heard I heard he had the flu. He's a little sick under the weather, if you will. However, we know how dangerous he can be in a game of these type of implications. And we look at the New Orleans Saints, led by the how do you say the red rifle, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton 
has replaced Jameis Winston as the quarterback. The man who likes to clean, Dennis Allen, has said that he prefers Andy Dalton over Jameis Winston. Even though, I must admit, a man who likes to clean as much as Dennis Allen does must be commended. Who is going to win this game? No Michael Thomas, no Jorvis Landry. But Chris Olave has been, he's been spectacular. From what TJ tells me, he is supposed to be the rookie of the year for the offense of the ball. So, I have the New Orleans Saints winning this game. It is a tough game. But when you play in the uh, NFC South, it's always tough. Very, very bad American football. So, that is my prediction. That the New Orleans Saints will knock off the Las Vegas Ravens. All I have to say now is who that forever. Yeah, you heard it there from the Black Panther live from Wakanda giving us his prediction. So it looked like he was right. He said the Saints were going to win. So shouts out to the Black Panther. Uh, you know, shouts out to him. Might have to get him back on the show. <laughs> He'll be giving that type of good look. Uh, man, I got real life tears running down my face. <laughs> oh, what the hell is going on? Just turned on the street. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, we had the Black Panther um, giving his prediction about the game. He said the Saints were going to win and they won. Unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable stuff. Unbelievable stuff here, man. Was Mike T on the sidelines for the game? Yes, he was. And it was good to see him. And I, I think that that's something that he need to keep going. You know, his him being on the sidelines, that means a lot, you know, in my opinion. You know, as, as a guy who's a veteran, a guy that's really good, plays at a high level, you know, being able to encourage some of these guys, I think that that stuff matters. Like, we see how it's, it's affecting, even though they won today, like the Denver Broncos, right? You got Russell Wilson, man, got his own office and act like he, you know, holier than thou, and it's, it's affecting the team. So I'm not saying that, you know, I don't know if it's affecting the team or not, but it means a lot when you have guys, no matter what their bankroll is, no matter what their position is, and they're on the sidelines. And regardless if they're out there or not, they give you that feel like they're in the foxhole with you. So that's a plus. Hey, TJ, uh, it's way too okay. Seems like it will be Dalton the rest of the way. Uh, I'm asking because what's Jameis' future? Uh, I think Jameis' future is pretty much set in stone here. I, I think regardless, like, the Saints have pretty much told you without telling you that they don't feel like he's the guy. You know, they don't feel like he's the guy for the future. Now he can come back, but it, it's never going to be to a point where we like, okay, our starting quarterback at Jameis Winston. If, if he does come back, it's going to be more of a bridge. It's going to be more of a bridge, you know, so that's that's why I feel about it. Unless, like, Andy Dalton just completely falls off a cliff or he gets hurt, um, that's just the way that it's, it's going to be, you know, going forward. But I think it's, it's pretty much over. I think it's pretty much over and done with. Uh, but let's go ahead and look at some of the stats here. We got Andy Dalton, 22 or 30, 229 yards, two touchdowns. 
Taysom Hill threw a pass for two yards. Alvin Kamara, 18 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. Taysom Hill, 10 carries for 61 yards. Dwayne Washington pitched in with four carries with 13 yards. Uh, Mark Ingram dealing with a knee injury did not come back. So we'll have to see about uh, Mark Ingram's injury. Um, Alvin Kamara, uh, nine uh, catches for 96 yards. Chris Alabe, five catches for 52 yards. He had he was targeted seven times. Uh, Rashid he three catches for 38 yards. Jawan Johnson, who was dealing with a hamstring, two catches for 14 yards. Taysom Hill, one catch for 11. Callaway, one catch for 10. Nick Vanette, one catch, eight. And Mark Ingram, one catch for two yards. Uh, the defense, uh, let's see, 11 uh, total tackles for Pete Warner. Uh, Paulson Adebo with eight. Matthews with four, including that interception. Uh, Peyton Turner had four tackles, two sacks. Uh, Alante Taylor had three tackles. David Ayamato with three uh, tackles. He also had a sack. Uh, you had Cavante Street. He had a half a sack along with Cameron uh, Jordan. And then you have a couple guys with one sack, guys like Zach Bond, Sorensen, uh, Hanson, Marcus May, and Kevin White. Those were the guys that contribute on special teams. So that is uh, your, your Saints offensive uh and defensive uh, box uh, stats right there. So, look, if you can continue to play the way that you did today, like I said, I know you not you ain't about to be shutting teams out left and right, but if you can play discipline, you cannot turn the ball over, you can continue to play good defense, and you take care of the football by running it, I think that it's just a matter of time you'll be able to dig yourself out of this hole. But the Saints have got to be able to take that one game at a time approach. It can't just be something that you're saying. It's got to be a lifestyle at this point. If you're going to continue, if you're going to continue to play, you know, it, it play good football and, and dig yourself into, you know, better situations than what you are right now. Like I said, the best thing about this is the whole entire uh, division is trash. So if you can spring off a few victories, if you can get yourself a few wins, then I think that you should be okay, you know? I mean, I understand the Falcons won today, but I'm not really that impressed. You know, Carolina, they fought hard, but, you know, they got a lot of things going on. Uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I don't know what in the world happened with that, but as long as you can continue to play your game and not worry about what the other teams are doing and just continue to, you know, work hard, I think that you should be okay. But we'll see, man. I'm taking it one game at a time. I'm still skeptical, um, and I'm going to continue to be that way. Let's see. I've been watching you for a while, TJ, and you're a great dad. I wish I had a father who talked to me as loving as uh, you do your kids. God bless you. And Look, man, I know y'all hear Paxton in the background, but, you know, let's – hey, <laughs> that's just what it is. You know, not only you're going to get commentary, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to have my son close by. I mean, that's just the way that, you know, that's just the way I roll, man. I love my son. I love my family. And, uh, you know, hey, <laughs> just, have, just having him here with me and him having, like, an interest in what I'm doing. Like, like my wife is in the other room, but he'd rather come and hang out up in here with me. He likes watching football with me, and he, he likes to hear me, you know, do this. So, I mean, I, I have no problem with that. So, <laughs> that Black Panther bit was great, and the new movie is going to be a good one. Nation of Domination says, uh, see, Hart says, people can hate and say whatever they want about Jameis, but he is an amazing teammate. What they don't show on broadcast is every time the offense would come off the field, he was the one to congratulate him. 
Yeah, I've seen that. I, they seen they had like a couple like you know replays where they showed him on the sideline, and it, look, I think that people just people just want to believe. People just want to believe, like, man, okay, if this dude's starting over this other guy, this guy got to be bitter and angry, and he's going to be sitting on the sidelines. But just that right there just shows you that you would want to have somebody like Jameis Winston around, you know, because he's such a great uh, teammate. And those guys those guys care about him. You know, they, they care about him, and, and he means a lot to him. Now, you know, these guys want to win, of course. You know, like they, they got to look at it objectively. But, look, I have no problem with Jameis Winston at all, you know. I just think that people just want this situation to be bad or they want him to be mad or I hope not. You know, like, I, I like the fact that he's still cheering on Andy and still cheering on the team and not taking it personal. Dude just threw three interceptions and two pick sixes that cost us the game versus Arizona. And he <laughs> he gets anointed to uh, be the starter from, from now on. Jerry, I, I think it had very little to do with that performance. And like I said, everything to do with the fact that the Saints realized that in order for them to get back into the position of where they need to be, they have to be close to or almost similar to the offense that they ran in years past because that's something that Pete Carmichael is comfortable with. And not to mention his ability to be able to get the ball into the hands of Alvin Kamara for him to be able to make plays. So I don't think it had anything to do with those pick sixes or anything like that. I think I think it had something to do with the way the the trajectory of the offense and his ability to be able to get the ball to Alvin Kamara in space in, in a timely fashion. Look, since he came in, and I like Jameis just as much as everybody, third down conversion rate went up, offensive efficiency went up, um, sacks by the offensive line went down, and you can't argue with that. I I, I wish I, I look the only re, the only way and I, I, I look I gotta say this the only way that we're still defending Jameis Winston is because it's based on like how much we like this dude. Because if we're looking at it from an offensive standpoint, Andy Dalton has ran his offense more efficient than than Jameis Winston has. I like Jameis, and do I feel like he deserves another chance? Yes. Do I feel like he deserves a fair shake being healthy? Absolutely. But if I'm a coach, I'm, I'm going to be real. Based on what I've seen, Andy Dalton would be starting for me. Because you have to – you you cannot – you got to look – you cannot look at this thing from a favorite – you know, from favoritism. Because if that's the case, like I said, Jameis would be the guy. But I'm looking at it from, like, the offense and how the offense has improved. And how the offense is moving, and it is is unfair. But you you gotta keep you gotta keep it a buck. Like if you sitting up here still waiting, like I, I would hate, like I, I want people to kind of put this thing to bed. If 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 it comes up, then it comes up. But don't mess up your opportunity to cheer for your team and to really appreciate what the team is doing in victory because you're so busy trying to find a reason to bring back, you know, the quarterback that you want to be the quarterback. Like, don't, you know what I'm saying, don't, don't like muddy up, you know what I'm saying, your experience. Like if, if it's, if it does not cause for us to be having these type of conversations about who the quarterback is and if Andy does a good job, that's what we want. 
because the overall objective is folks is for us to get out of this hole so i'm not look i'm not looking for andy to make mistakes i'm not looking for you know what i'm saying somebody to you know to look at andy being on a tight rope ready to get him yanked i want to see this team win because here's the reality folks if andy dalton would have came out there today and played badly the saints would have lost this game it would have made them even deeper of a hole especially since atlanta beat the carolina panthers today so i don't think that's the way that we need to be looking at it i like i said i i'm i love Jameis winston he's a great person shouts out to his family his whole team of great folks you know like good people down to earth folks but you know we we're not talking about you know how good a person is and how many butt slaps and hand claps they can give out it's about winning football games and right now andy dalton is running this offense more more effectively and he's getting the ball out of his hands and everything seems like it's on the same page i have i have yet to see the saints play the way that they did today they look like a well-doored machine i mean we look you gotta get we gotta give credit what credit is due you may you may like honestly in the back of your mind you may want andy dalton to fail so Jameis can come in but right now like the dude looks pretty doggone good he look he look good running the offense he's not he's not out there winning you games but he ain't losing you games either all right and i think the way that the saints are transitioning they're running football team the saints are running the football more than they're passing the football so james one and two as a starter andy is two and three straight facts tj uh if you think uh won't get yanked if he plays bad you're crazy look i think that look nation i don't think look if if he does get yanked it would have to be over like a two or three game span like it would have to be something like that it can't be like okay if they plan on monday night and he goes out there and he stinks it up but the baltimore ravens like he's still gonna go back out there and play now he's still he's still gonna be the start like it would have to take like him to completely fall off a cliff in order for them to like this dude like he got to be like two or three games of 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 stinking it up like so is it his job to keep you know like is it his job to keep probably not but you know if he if he goes out there and he slips on a banana peel or two but if he continues to play consistently and efficiently like he played today james is not getting his job back it's just that simple where has this team been they looked alive today hyped up and ready uh who that uh nation i i don't believe it let's eat them w's gotta admit though that the offensive scheme is different now yeah because it, it because it fits a quarterback of andy dalton's uh stature you know like it, it, his abilities like if you're gonna have an offense right and you have p carmichael as, as your offensive coordinator for 16 years he ran like the same offense led by drew Brees. Right. So if you're trying to dig yourself out of a hole, if you're trying to make your team better, you it probably you have to go back to the basics. That's what the Saints honestly did today. They went back to the basics. They 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 did they bent they well they matriculated the ball down the field. It was like kind of like watching Drew Brees, how he did it, right? Nickel and diamond down the field, you know, get into the red zone, you know, try to get in there. 
get some field goals, you know, play good defense. I mean, it, they basically went back to the basics. With Jameis Winston, it's a little bit different because you have to take into account the plays that he does well and, you know, and, and some of the things that makes him more comfortable. Andy Dalton at this stage of his career is like, man, what you need me to do? With Jameis, Jameis is still young. And if you are going to have him as your starting quarterback, you're going to have to change the way that you do offense, right? Because now you have to mold the offense into his image. But right now, the Saints don't really have time to be trying to create things that wasn't there the entire time. A lot of this has to do with the fact that you can go back and go back in time and run an offense similar to something that has gotten you success over the years. So that's that's what I'm looking at. The Saints kind of just went back to the basics. Man, you Jameis lovers will do anything to discredit Andy. It's sad. Look, I ain't look. I feel like if you're here discrediting Andy Dalton you, to to defend Jameis Winston, I feel like you just missed the mark. Like seriously, like I get it, and I can say I, I love Jameis, but I love the Saints, and I want to see the Saints win. And I don't care what the quarterback is. If Jameis would have tried it out here, Jameis has my undying support as a fan, as an onlooker as a podcast but he's not the quarterback right now and that's just something that we just gonna have to accept and nothing in the back of my mind or in the back of your mind you should be thinking to yourself man i, I hope he you know why when he stink it up today so they can bring in Jameis. like if you saying that then i question the fandom here because i i'd rather be wrong and the saints win than be right and watch him lose like seriously i i, I get no pride out of watching that uh, keeping it real, who that sports podcast kickback at five ten. See y'all there. Yeah, we about to go ahead and wrap it up too, man. My, my wife up in there making that uh making that shrimp, man. It's smelling real good, so I'm about to go ahead and exit stage left. In all seriousness, glad we got the win. But like AK said, it don't mean nothing without consistency. We need to keep this level of play every time we play, no matter what. That way, uh, it makes you great. Yeah, I agree, man. Like, continue to keep that consistency going. Or all of this is for nothing. It's a very impressive performance, all for nothing. And honestly, as a fan, it would just make us even more angrier because we like, okay, we know y'all have this in y'all, so why can't y'all do this every week? Dalton and Jameis are mediocre, solid backups and good teammates. To keep winning, we need to have a good game plan, and everyone on both sides of the ball needs to play efficient like today. Enjoy the win. Well, look. Everybody looking for spectacular. Everybody looking for uh, Mahomes. Everybody looking for Josh Allen. Everybody looking for even a Brady, you know, a young Brady, not not modern day Brady, but everybody looking for that. But if you look back and you look at some of the the, the Super Bowls, right? I mean, was Nick Foles was he was he elite? No, he was not. Right? I mean, Joe Flacco was he elite? No, he was not. You know, like you, you have guys out there who have made it to the Super Bowl that have not been elite, but the team has done enough in order for them to get there. Jimmy Garoppolo, even though the 49ers didn't win, is he elite? No, he is not. So that whole narrative about, oh, you got to have an elite quarterback. You got to, you got to be able to go out there, throw for 350, 400 yards or you know, this guy got to lead you to victory every single week. Like that kind of stuff right there is not actual. It's not factual. Like you can win big games 
if you have a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over and that plays consistent. Now you have to have a good defense. The defense got to play like they did today, but it, it's attainable. It, it, you can you can do this, you know, but you, you have to be able to play lights out defense. You got to be able to be disciplined and play within yourself, but it is possible. TJ looks like he works for Enterprise uh, putting people in rentals. <laughs> ah, man. Yeah, I guess with the whole shirt right there. Yeah, look like I sell insurance on the side, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you don't come ready uh, with your A game against John Harbaugh and his boys, you're getting beat. Plain and simple. And you better be able to <laughs> look at that RPO. You better have be, be dissecting that in your sleep. If it takes Kamara speaking every week, I'm all for it. Hopefully you won't have to speak every week because guys got the pictures. Yep, Brad Johnson and Trent Dilfer. Rex Grossman, let's not forget about him. You know, they didn't win. But I'm not saying just because the guys, you know, didn't win a Super Bowl uh, don't mean that, hey, they got there. We have the three Stooges at quarterback. That 49ers uh, team going to the Super Bowl is the best example. They literally threw the ball 10 times and won the NFC Championship game. Uh, yeah, a good, I'll take a consistent run game and a defense over flashy quarterback play. Like, I don't care nothing about flashy quarterback play. Maybe y'all do, but I don't. I, I don't. I, I, I'd rather a quarterback be consistent. I don't think you have to be an elite quarterback to win football games. But you do need a good defense and a good solid running game, which I think that the Saints running game should improve over the next couple of weeks, especially like since, uh, you know, Trevor Penning, uh, I think he uh, started practicing this this past week. So maybe he'll be able to get into like the, the rotation Probably won't start, but I think the Saints going to try to find ways to get them out there to get them, you know, get them lathered up a little bit. But my final thoughts is um, it's a good victory today. The Saints get the shutout. Glad to see it. Glad to see the energy. Uh, glad to see the, the the Saints fans having something to cheer about. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, but look, this is just one. Right. You, you got to stack them up. There, there's no room for error. Uh, you got to go ahead and make a run out of this. You got to play solid and you got to play within yourself. If the Saints continue to do that and they'll be able to replicate some of the things that we've seen defensively today, uh, you'll start getting guys back like Thomas, like Landry, uh, you know, like uh, Lattimore. Maybe you'll be able to salvage this season because, you know, the NFC side is wide open right now. All these teams want to win and uh, we is about who wants it more. So who wants it more? Hopefully the New Orleans Saints do. But thank you all so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Shouts out to everybody that chimed in. Uh, Shouts out to everybody that's in the the comments. Uh, Also, anybody that's looking at home or wherever you are right now, I really do appreciate your time. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that like button on your way out. 310 people watching this right now. Please hit the like button. If you have not and you're new to the channel, please subscribe. We got previous episodes available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Uh, You all take care of yourself. Have a good morning, noon, night, whenever you're checking out this podcast. And like always, all I got to say is, who that?